Hi, I'm Sangeet Chofla, President and CEO of the Graduate Management Admission Council. When I'm not checking things off my bucket list, I'm listening to the business school question. Hello and welcome to the Business School Question. I'm your host, Marco Dinovelis, and this is a podcast for anyone considering applying to business school. On today's episode, we're asking the question, how do you decide between a one-year or a two-year MBA? To answer it, we're joined by Raghu Sundaram, Dean of New York University's Stern School of Business. Raghu, whose name literally means swift in Sanskrit, has made some pretty speedy progress up the academic ranks at NYU Stern in recent years. As Vice Dean at Stern, Raghu launched the school's one-year tech MBA. Stern's focused one-year MBA options are offered alongside its traditional two-year full-time MBA program, the format offered by the vast majority of business schools in the US. Raghu, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Marco. It's a real pleasure to be here. So one year or two years out of work, it's one of the first questions many applicants will ask themselves when considering an MBA program. Most prevalent in Europe and Asia, one-year MBA programs mean less tuition cost, less time out of the workplace, and getting to put an MBA degree on your resume in a shorter amount of time. You can complete INSEAD's full-time MBA in just 10 months. But still, both in the US and globally, the traditional, original two-year full-time MBA program reigns supreme. In the US, Cornell is the only Ivy League university to offer a one-year MBA. And according to the latest Application Trends Survey report conducted by the Graduate Management Admission Council, for the 290,000 plus people who applied for graduate management degrees globally in 2018, the two-year MBA was still the most preferred option. So Raghu, let's start with the uh, two-year MBA format. Why do you think it's still the most popular format among prospective MBA students? I think a good reason is the the reason is the motivation that drives people to do an MBA. If one is exploring prospects for switching careers, for example, the two-year MBA offers you much greater flexibility in terms of exploring different career opportunities, doing an internship. That internship is a crucial part of the two-year MBA, and uh, deciding what it is that really you what it is that you really like to do. The one-year MBA is, I think, more appropriate when you're clear about what area you want to go into, and uh, and it's it's more optimized for people who are very specific about their career paths. Okay, interesting. So, you, you say that a two-year format gives you that uh, greater freedom to explore your um, options in your career. But but if we go and look at, um, for instance, INSEAD, just to pick a school, does that mean every student at INSEAD? goes in with an idea of what they want to do in their career? Yes, that's, 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 a, that's a very good question. No, I didn't mean that as a blanket statement. Um, but I do mean that when you, when you opt for a two-year program, because you have that extra year to, uh, to do your elective courses, because you have the internship, that gives you greater freedom to explore. And I'm saying that that optionality is what you uh, actually pay for in a sense. So the one-year program is shorter. It does lead to less uh, time out of the workforce. It is a less expensive program. But that, that extra freedom, um, I'm sorry, that extra saving comes at a, at, at a cost. And that cost is that uh, you don't have the same degree of flexibility. It's a more structured program. 
And so the internship, particularly in the United States, is a big uh, differentiator here. Um, does that make it does that make it easier to uh, get a job if you're in a two year program? Does that give you more time to get an internship, get your foot in a company than a one year MBA? In some industries, certainly in the U.S., uh, in in some industries that is very much the case. Some industries like investment banking and consulting are geared towards hiring off the internship market. So majority of their hires take place through the summer internships. So both for the employer and for the uh, for the student, it uh, offers that greater degree of uh, of, of choice. Certainly in, in banking and consulting in the U.S., uh, that summer internship is a big part of employment. If you could give a ballpark figure, how many NYU Stern MBAs in the two-year program? How many of them actually get jobs from their internships? Is is it a is it a majority? You know, a ballpark figure would be over fifty percent. I would uh, I would guess in banking and consulting. So thinking about the um, differences between a one-year MBA and a two-year MBA, you talked about the focus, the ability to explore your career a little bit more in a two-year program. What else does a two-year MBA give you that a one-year MBA doesn't? So in, in the case of the stern one-year MBAs, the focused MBAs, the difference between the two-year and one-year MBAs is uh, pretty sharp. The focused MBAs that we offer, the one-year MBAs, are optimized for people who want to go into specific career paths. Um, so, for example, our tech MBA has two different cores. It has a standard business core that the two-year MBA does, but it also has a technology core that one needs to study. So it's a much more structured program with fewer electives. The two-year MBA has many more elective uh, possibilities than the one-year MBA does because the one-year MBA is is aimed at those who want to go into a path of technology product management or related areas. So the uh, same thing with the fashion and luxury MBA, it has a business core and a core in fashion, luxury, and retail. So the idea of those programs is really, if you're very clear where you're going and where you want to be, it optimizes the career path for you. So it offers less optionality and more structure, but in exchange, you get to do the program more rapidly and you spend less time out of the workforce. Fantastic. So Stern's one-year MBAs are very focused. They're very industry-specific. If you want to have a career in tech, you could do the tech MBA. It makes sense. Looking at the industry mm-hmm. wider still, there are one-year MBAs out there that are marketed and, and presented as direct alternatives to a, a general management two-year MBA program. What's your opinion on, on the difference? What, what sort of time do you think is enough to be able to deliver an effective standard MBA program? So I think that largely depends on the background of the student coming in also. So the some of the uh, one-year MBA programs in the US that I'm familiar with are programs that admit students in the summer and then they merge in with the with the second year of the of the two-year MBA program and finish their program at the same time. Now, when you go into an MBA, there are lots of different kinds of skills that one learns. One learns the language of business, uh, what it is that business people worry about. One learns the skills, how to read balance sheets, financial statement analysis, how to uh, think in terms of finance and marketing, brand management, and so on. And one learns the soft skills, how to work with teams, how to meet deadlines, how to how to get projects done, leadership, politics, all of these uh, aspects. Now, there might be students, for example, who, just to take an example, somebody who already has a background in consulting, 
uh, or in any specific area who needs let's say the the hard skills more the 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 uh, uh, a deeper knowledge of accounting or finance for example for those people a one year mba might be might be uh, a general a general management one year mba might be a good idea i think one very often thinks of mba as only providing hard skills in terms of finance and accounting and marketing and so on but the soft skills one gets from an mba are are, are also very very important and depending on your background it's you may not need the entire package so when you're looking at a one year versus a two year mba in general management a good question to ask yourself is how much of this background do you already have how much do you need to how much how much do you need to learn time out of the workforce is always a cost but on the other hand there is a benefit to it you get only a few chances in your life to learn something in a systematic way and learn something in a deep way and the time spent during the mba is used largely for learning along those dimensions absolutely and if you can just give me a bit of background now um you were responsible for orchestrating the launch um of the tech mba at, at nyu stern and in- introducing the one year program so just just tell me a bit of the story behind that when did that thinking start why did you eventually decide to launch this program one of the things early things i did after taking over mba programs was meet with a bunch of uh, of our largest employers and potential employers and ask them exactly what it is that you look for in employees and a common refrain if i could um, summarize it was really we want technology people who understand business and business people who understand technology so the, this was a, a, a common refrain also common complaint that they had some very very smart technology people who didn't understand the business side of things some very smart business people who didn't understand the potential of technology or the weaknesses of technology the 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 things that technology could not do so the tech mba was born from an idea of fusing technology with business into a much closer uh, study and uh, so part of setting up the tech mba was a very deep interaction with industry where we started by forming an advisory board that now has 14 members in it um all of them c suite members at uh, global companies that interaction led to the shaping of the curriculum and the curriculum is very distinct from the form of the two year curriculum in in many ways partly in the form as i said of the two cores of the technology core and the and and and, and the business core but it also includes immersions in um, the technology sector both in new york and on the west coast in silicon valley and uh, seattle and it involves working on company projects during your uh, during your uh, mba in lieu of the internship because the internship is not possible in a one year program so it has lots of points that differentiated from the from the two year mba and that was the thinking that went into it to employers care whether you've taken a one year or two year mba on your resume you've got an mba degree does it matter to employers are the skills that you've gained any different or the qualities or the network you've gained any different so to my knowledge the the answer is going to be no so a one year mba is not an mba light so our one year mbas for example it's much more intensive it's an mba that's uh, structured into just 12 months instead of uh, instead of 16 months so it's much more intensive there are fewer breaks in the middle and so on but it's really not uh, an mba light in any sense whether employers are going to uh, differentiate between the two or not is much more of a long run question and we have to wait and see uh, what the data suggests there are some industries that are a history of hiring through internship markets which the one year uh, mba does not permit 
So we will have to see whether those industries, uh, how they adapt to the one-year MBA. Makes sense. Now, the one-year MBA option is obviously cheaper. So what I'm getting from you is that the main advantage is to pay a little bit more and do a two-year program. Is that deeper experience you're getting? Is the fact that you have an internship which can support you in gaining employment afterwards. So would you say those are the main differences that make it worth spending that little bit more money? Um, make it worth more, that depends on, again, uh, on, on your objective. So the differences are really that uh, it, it's exactly what you outlined, that you have the, the uh, opportunity to do an internship, internship and you have uh, the op- option of doing many more courses and electives, so there are many more learning opportunities. The cost is that you're spending an extra year, uh, the an extra semester of tuition. Also, you're spending an extra year out of the job market. So is the cost-benefit trade-off worthwhile? That depends on what you want. If you're very clear, as I said, about your career path, if you want to go into tech product management, for example, or you want to go into fintech, or you want to go into uh, some tech-focused entrepreneurship, the tech MBA might be the better option. It uh, It's much more optimized for, the, for, for, uh, for that uh, purpose. If you're not clear what you want to do, you might you think you might want to go into media and entertainment or into consulting. If you might, might want to go into banking or you might want to go into consulting, then I think the two-year MBA makes much more sense. It's not a one-size-fits-all model. It's not that one is a, is, a, is a superior option. It depends on what your interests are, what your constraints are, where you see yourself uh, needing to learn more, and so on. Thinking about the future now, how do you think the popularity of the MBA or the MBA itself will change and adapt in the future? Will there be more and more shorter programs? Will the two-year MBA stay firm? What's your prediction for how the market will look in the coming years? Um, Okay, I'd like to preface my remarks with a caveat. I think there is sometimes a tendency on uh, all our parts, uh, especially those of us who are inside the education world, to overread short-term trends. So it is true that applications at U.S. schools, uh, MBA applications over the last year have shown some decline, but the previous three years were years of growth. And the decline could have, um, there are many uh, possible factors that are driving it. One is that this is a booming job market in which few people are willing to take time out of the job market to, uh, to come out right now. It is also that international competition is growing, which is a very good thing. I really believe in competition being the lifeblood of uh, of this industry. And there is also the unfortunate aspect that people are worried about the U.S. Uh, immigration laws and other things. So there are multiple factors driving it. And one of those could be that there is perhaps not as much interest in the MBA as there was a few years ago. Now, I'm one of those who doesn't really believe in that explanation uh, as, a, as, a, as a blanket explanation, because I think the MBA really provides business skills that are really much needed. It is true that there are a few people in this world who manage to succeed very well in business without having to study it or learn it. But by and large, for many of us, the ability to study something systematically and to learn something systematically, the language of business, the skills of business, uh, systematic thought process about how you work with groups. All of these, I think, are, are very important uh, skills that one picks up in the in the course of an MBA. So will the MBA survive as the sole business degree? Probably not, because I think competition is very good. And as I said, sometimes you have a need for different areas of focus than just business skills. You may want to learn analytics in a lot more detail, and you might go in for a degree in computer science, I'm sorry, data science instead. 
so there are lots of alternatives. I think we will continue to see alternatives come up. When I think about where the future of business education is going, I think broadly, if I had to say it, I would see not one, but two or three or four trends. One, undergraduate business education or the the role of business education in, in an undergrad degree, I think, will continue to increase. For example, people even in engineering and other hard areas studying business on the side will probably improve the way they approach the job market. So that is, I think, one trend that is going to happen. It's already been happening for many years. Second, I think we will see shorter degrees. That has to do with the fact that I think people that are in this world in general are going down and their patience for longer term uh, degrees is going down to a degree. So I think it, it, we are going to see shorter programs also come about. We are also going to see more specialized programs come about, and we're going to see a greater uh, use of online programs. But by and large, as I said, the traditional two-year MBA provides something of value that few other degrees provide. So I don't see the two-year MBA as uh, something that's uh, a dinosaur that's uh, dying out. I see it as a, as a very much a needed product in today's job market. Where things could be 15 years from now, my crystal ball is not good enough to, to predict, but I, I, I don't see any major trends happening in the next 10 to 15 years. Very interesting. Well, thank you, Raghu. And, and as a concluding question, I'm going to get a little bit as existential here and uh, talk, get to the core of, of what an MBA is actually about. Now, if you're starting to offer tech MBAs, fashion and luxury MBAs, MBAs in real estate, MBAs in marketing, are these still... MBA programs, if they're continually specialised, isn't the MBA about a degree that's for a variety of career options, a general management degree? That's a lovely question. So uh, let me uh, answer it in uh, in two steps. First of all, our MBAs, even the focused MBAs, are first and foremost MBAs. They, as, as I said, the first thing you do in the MBA, in, even in the focused MBAs, is study a very broad business core. You study ten areas of business that cover accounting and finance, strategy and leadership, marketing, uh, information sciences, statistics, analytics. You study all the traditional aspects of business. That breadth is essential to the MBA. The breadth is the defining feature of an MBA. It's, it's also a defining feature of our focused MBAs. Traditional master's degrees in the US have depth. So you do an MS in computer science, you learn computer science in depth. You do an MS in civil engineering, you learn civil engineering in depth. So the focused MBA in some sense tries to marry some aspects of the MS to the key aspects of an MBA, which is the breadth. So the focused MBA degree is still very much an MBA degree. It's very much towards broad management skills, but it also focuses you on a specific area to train you better in that area. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Raghi. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Business School Question. The Business School Question is brought to you by the team at Business Because, where you can access all our podcast episodes. Whether you're considering an MBA, EMBA or Business Master's program, read more Business School news and get practical resources to help your Business School application on businessbecause.com.